Sarah's been here for a while She's the city's abandoned child Black denim studded star Faded tattoos on her arms Well, I want to chat about just coming to Tree Fort and playing live again. Yeah. It's yes, been a really weird couple of years. I'm sure you guys have used the same questions over and over. No, no. But what does it mean for you guys to get back out on the road playing Tree Fort? Because you guys have played Tree Fort before. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, how does it feel? How are you, except for the leg, how are we feeling about getting back out and, and performing? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, absolutely elated. Yeah. It's like it's like borderline surreal, you know, to be back. It I don't know, it was just live music was the first thing to go and it's you know been a slow process to get here mm. to be able to play especially a big festival like this like I don't know it's, it's amazing yeah it's it, it feels unreal like there's lots of types of bands out there there are bands that are studio bands and there are bands that are coffee shop bands and, and we're we're a live band which our favorite thing to do is get up on a stage and just play uh, just a, a rip and rock and roll set and like this is like the best venue for it because we get to do it with all our buds yeah. from all over the west coast and, and buds out from New York and stuff too mm -hmm. um, but yeah it, to get back to doing the thing that we love the most you know, pretty good <laughs> feels good despite COVID it feels good to get back out and yes. yeah I mean yeah. and I I gotta say I'm, it feels especially uh, important for this this tree fort you know I know that Tree Fort itself had to do has had to do so much work even to get us all here and make so many different policies and requirements like the QR code that we all have that shows that we're vaccinated mm. and that we showed ID to match our vax card and all these things. It's like that's a lot of work. There's been a lot of people working really intentionally for a long time to make this happen. And you feel it. You know it, you know, it's it's the best we've played a lot of music festivals in a lot of different areas. This is the best one, you know. It, it it's like yeah. it's just. I think there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of gratitude because we know we know how yeah. much extra work everything takes right now. Running this operation, making sure we're all staying healthy, uh, planning shows, it's hard. Yeah. Planning a festival, even harder. Yep. Uh, and you know, I music's getting pushed from both sides. People being like, "Don't do it," or "Do it and whip your mask off and don't check yeah. vaccination stuff." So you know, when you're talking about people that are organizing something like this, I think they're getting it from all sides. Mm -hmm. I have deep gratitude for how cool they play it. Yeah. How much they care. In Idaho, nonetheless. In Idaho, yeah. nonetheless. <laughs> yeah. Not easy. I live here. I'm local, so this is, uh, this was a big step. You're absolutely right. I agree with you. It was, it was a huge leap for us to be able to do this. They did the, um, the WeFunder, the crowdsourcing for community owners. Mm -hmm. um, that was really cool to see. And yeah. there was, the community came out for them. That was really cool. But those are big praises to say that Tree Fort's like, the coolest festival, you know. There's some pretty cool festivals in the Northwest, too. Yeah. There are. It's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, we have, there, there's, I guess it's, it's, what it, what it is, is it's, it feels like a, a, a music festival for music lovers. And that's not necessarily the way it feels for every music festival. You know, sometimes, especially with the big ones, you can feel kind of like, a, like a cattle call. And like, it's not really, 
maybe about music, it's more of a corporate, uh, you know, marketing and those sorts of things. And like, that is not the deal here. With Radiohead and the Black Keys headlining every festival around the United States. Yeah, <laughs> yeah or it's, it, it's not a cop, it's not a uh, cookie cutter festival. With, mm-hmm. You know, with Live Nation AEG running a lot of these festivals, you will get just the same lineup in every city. Mm-hmm. And they're cool festivals and they're big names, but like, what's cool about this is there's huge Northwest bands, there's huge national bands, and then there's like, Pretty much any band worth its salt from like the Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, Boise scene, like they're out here and, and you, you might catch them and you might see your, your new favorite band. And mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah. There's always those moments of tree fort. Then, um, like I was saying, this is my eighth tree fort that I've been to. So, oh, yeah, awesome. you know. Yes. Yeah. And there's always these moments at tree fort where you catch a band live and, you know, one of them was back when the bouquet was open, there was a band, New Madrid. Oh. out of Georgia who came in and played and you just you walk in not knowing what it is you take a chance yep and all of a sudden it just changes your entire perspective on not just the festival but you've got a new favorite band and things are going great and yep. yeah yep. you see some really cool ones and it's interesting you say that because you know I'm incredibly privileged to sit with you guys right now I'm, I'm a fan of you oh, and you. Um, on Thursday I actually gave an interview to a local band and it was their first ever interview Wow. So as a band, so it's really cool to yes. see the dynamic of yes. from here to here, and it just it, it means a lot. So that's really cool. But um, wanting to play live and, and being mm-hmm. part of that, you guys released "I Love You with Damn" mm-hmm. during the pandemic. Yeah. Well, so is this your first real chance to get out and, and play that and, and get we, behind it live? Or? We yeah, played a we, few shows this summer mm-hmm. locally. Yeah. Uh, and that's been the yeah to have a record released for a full year before you get to play it live is. Very bizarre feeling. Yeah, <laughs> we've been we've been horses at the gate for a while now. Yeah, We're ready to explode. Uh, it's been really encouraged. Like the we our very first show back was our friend Marshall Law, the Marshall Law Band out of Seattle. Incredible, like kind of jam hip hop band. Marshall does this concert series in Fremont called Fremont Fridays, where they just converted mm-hmm. a parking lot that nothing was happening at. They just turned it into this big outdoor party, COVID-friendly, cool community thing. And it's just on the back of a flatbed truck. And we, that was our first show back. It's just like, let's do a, a cool community thing with a friend. And we started playing I Love You But Damn, like the title track of that record. And like the first note started, and then a little eruption of cheers came. And then I looked out as we started it, and I saw a bunch of people singing along with it. And it was the first moment of being like, People oh, listen to yeah. this record. People liked this. They connected with it. Like uh, we had, I had no physical proof in front of me before that moment. <laughs> but then seeing people singing along with it, I was like, "Okay, cool. Yeah, this, this record exists outside, See, like, outside almost, of our minds." Yeah, yeah, it's almost a surreal moment. To, you throw it out to the world, not knowing what's going to happen. Yeah, because exactly. normally you could release it, travel with it, do all that. Yes, yeah. totally. Yeah. You get that feedback immediately, right? Yeah. yeah. So do you find as you're doing that, and it's it's been so interesting. I guess that's the only way we can put it, especially over the last <laughs> year, two years at this point. Um, it's just been so interesting to see how bands are releasing things and supporting them the best that they can and mm-hmm. things like that. So do you guys go back in individually as, you know, you, you're playing these pieces or you're doing songs and you think, now that we're doing it live, maybe tweak it a little bit other than it is on record and, and take a few chances on it live now that you're able to kind of get in front of a crowd and play with it? Or? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe you guys can speak to that. Like, yeah. I mean, we're... <laughs> Constantly kind of changing yeah. things. Like, what if we did this here? What if we change this ending? What if we extend this intro? Like, yeah. Like, for us, 
us, like, we're not putting on a recital of our album. Like, we're putting on a, on a show. Yeah. So yeah. you need to make sure, like, when they come, like, they get a thing that happened there, like, real, and how can we improve it, and sometimes we'll sequence songs in a way that'll inform some new transitions and ideas, and songs end up taking on a life. It's there's a few songs we play that you go back and listen to the album, and it's like, oh, wow, I can't, I, I've forgotten that we played it that way. Yeah. <laughs> And and our, of its own. Our, yeah, our set's a living thing. It's a it's a growing culture, you know. Like it, it's going to be different each night. I respect artists that try to do the to the book version of the thing on the record, but yeah, it's not us. Yeah, well, and it's it's you find the artist that you go out and you get exactly what you know. I I recently saw Primus live. Uh, that was actually oh, the first cool. time I ever saw Primus live, and it was the Farewell to Kings uh, album that they were covering by Rush. Mm-hmm. And so, wow. well, to hear Les Claypool try and do Getty Lee. I'm closer to the heart. Like, he can't, his range, he can't hit those octaves. So it was really kind of weird, <laughs> but it was fun. That's cool. But when you see Primus, you get Primus. Yeah. So it's, it's, it just makes me love your sound even more that you're coming up with new ideas live and it's not just a rehash of the album. So it's, it's fantastic and it's good to hear. So now that you guys are out on the road and supporting this, what, what would you say to your fran- your fans that, um, you know, that might be hesitant that, that have been supporting via record, you know, buying them? the record and things like that to get back out and how would you guys communicate to your fans you know, come to a show or how yeah. what's your message to that um I, I i always start with it is 100% your personal choice you mm-hmm. know uh if you do not feel safe coming out to bars right now we all have a myriad of like circumstances maybe you live or work with somebody that's immune compromised but if if you are able and you're vaxxed up and you're you're nervous about this. Uh, I have to say, the level of uh, communal responsibility that music goers and artists and promoters and staff all have going into this is profound. This was already mm-hmm. a lot more work than uh, the monetary reward associated with it, as compared to other things in our world. But now it's it is four times the work to make sure we're doing this safely. And there are people working really hard to make sure um, that you're going to have a safe experience. Uh, to be in a room full of masked people that are all just have their vaccine card checked, uh, watching live music from artists that are also vaccinated, it's it's a lot safer than a lot of other activities that we have to do in our day-to-day life, like going to a gas station or running errands. You know, you don't have that many guarantees. A lot of firewalls have been set up to make sure it's about as safe as we can be. Mm-hmm. Personal choice, but and yeah. if we don't support the, I I booked a venue for years. Like we we could be wiped out when I was booking the Columbia City Theater. We could be wiped out by one show canceled. You know, we wouldn't be able to make payroll the next week. I mean, there there were weeks when I, we didn't make payroll. So like the the management staff would just wait to get paid. But like if we don't start putting some of our energies towards the venue system, then we won't have the plumbing in which to travel through the, the world and, and claim music, you know, so mm-hmm. uh, we're working hard, it's still a personal choice, but like, if you can and that, now's the time, we've got to support yeah. Ven- venues are closing and also, for for you know, I've been both a concert attendee and a performer in this sort of current moment we have and I know it's more work to come out as an audience member, and we recognize that. And we, I feel like, I think we're all feeling that and very conscious of that and giving as damn good of a show as we can 
because it's all it's always been a a you know a deal to come out to a live show for in the best of times you know maybe you gotta get childcare maybe you have to work early in the morning any number of things you gotta find parking but <laughs> I mean in Seattle it's no joke yeah, yeah. but <laughs> you know now it's it's an extra level of intention to come out and we know that and we're gonna give you that show because we know that yeah. you know that's awesome that's really good to hear have you guys seen any shows here at Tree Fort? As fans that you just went, did you have that moment where you're the New Madrid moment of the bouquet where you're going, oh, that was amazing, took a chance and found uh, somebody? I mean, this was not a take a chance moment. I knew it was probably going to be a really good show, but we saw Andy Schauf yesterday. Yes. And he, I was like, oh my God, wait, I know every song. And then I was like, wait, you've been in love with his last three records. Of course you know every <laughs> song. Yeah. You know, it was just. Uh, did you go to that set? I did, yeah. Oh. Bought the vinyl and took it home. So, yeah. <laughs> it was it's, so it was amazing, and he's such a tiny little... He is. He's so cute. <laughs> Sorry. It's so cute. Compact Andy. I know, it's so sweet. But yeah, that was a really amazing set. But... We saw Blood Lemon last night. Okay, oh, so I gotta ask, okay, so, so I'm, I'm a so huge fan of Blood Lemon. Um, saw Blood Lemon open for Deep Sea Diver at the Botanical Gardens oh, oh, just, yeah. uh, not long ago. Uh, but Blood Lemon, Blood Lemon is a group that is kind of pieced together of three incredibly talented local artists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they come from various backgrounds. And um, so, so I just want to preface that. So, what did you guys think of Blood Lemon? What were your thoughts on? Um, on that I mean, I I love that record. Um, I listened to it a lot. It was like one of those perfect. It like. It was exactly how I felt in the moment that it came out. Mm-hmm. Yes, I just want to, you know. <laughs> Uh, and they did not disappoint. I mean, wow. It was, it was a heavy set, man. It was cool. It's a good mix of like, uh, ethereal and like the harmonies are spot on. Oh, God. But then it, it does rock heavy and hard too. Oh, yeah. 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 It checked a lot of boxes for what I look for. That's awesome. It's awesome that you brought up Blood Lemon. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm fully behind them. I keep pushing them yeah. out. Like everybody's got to like listen, shove it in your ear holes. Great set. Yeah, I loved it. Like great set. And also, it's nice to just watch a bunch of heads bobbing along. Yes, getting that experience. And they definitely have the crowd moving. Yeah, yeah, that is awesome. So with uh, I want to come back to real quick too. I love you, but damn. Drove all night to the engine stall. Put it together for a call. The title track on that is, speaking of songs that just hit you and it's just the right moment and, and the way that it just it comes together. I was driving down here and I was listening to the track and it just reminds me of like Bob Seger's Turn the Page, how you see this open road and <laughs> it just fits you and it's just, you just want to keep driving and you're like, life kind of sucks right now, but this song gets me. So 
you keep driving on it. So, but but it's it is a transition from where you guys were years ago, and and how you kind of evolved into that. So I just want to chat about that because it kind of strikes this sense of that rolling wheels to the road Americana yeah. from a songwriting standpoint. So just if you can just chat a little bit about how your approach to this record, how you took the approach to this record as, as opposed to years past, because again, we're in the pandemic and was it, were you forced to look a lot more inward with the writing on this and just instrumentals? I mean, how did we get there? Well, uh, it, it was recorded prior to the pandemic. Uh, and we thought we were going to be touring on it all last year. Um, but that's less important. Uh, the, um, I mean, the the process on I Love You But Damn was getting a little, like, being less metaphorical with what we wanted to say and less uh, imagistic or suggestive. And, like, one of our mantras in the writing of the record became, say what you mean. Say what you mean. Like, what is this song about? Well, you don't need to build some sort of complex metaphor around it or shroud it. Let's just let's just put that out there. And we were putting out like pieces of our actual life and experience that uh, maybe didn't feel profound or unique until we actually put it down on a page or a song and they're like, oh that is yeah, that's that's our life right there. So you blew out an engine, pulled it together to make a call? You weren't all like kicking tires and I mean, yeah, the the first like Six months of Kim and I dating. Yeah, uh, I was touring in uh, punk bands, and like I was on the road for three out of those six months. We would like, I'd get back in town, we'd hang out, we'd start dating, head on the road, we'd break up, we'd come back, we'd get back together. It, it, it was like the relationship was breaking down, and our yeah, my punk band's shitty 1991 Dodge <laughs> band was breaking down all the time too, and broke and desperate but also feeling like feeling free like I want to play music and tour uh, well, thankfully we're still doing that and it turned out well but it was like watching Andy Schaff yesterday I was thinking about all the songs are about the moment in a relationship where it's uncertain There's a lot of mm-hmm. songs are at the beginning of a conversation that's not going well or end of a relationship that's not going well mm-hmm. that seems to be where the sparks kind of fly in terms of um, gravity and so that one's about a, the rough beginning to uh, a happy love story but mm-hmm. uh, yeah just talking about the early days of us dating being 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 separate and still trying to be together you know yeah so, that, so it definitely took on a different meaning once the pandemic hit that's awesome. Well, more than a tour song after that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's it's just, it's so vivid and so real. And it's, it's I don't know, maybe to me, because, you know, we lost John Prime last year. Oh. And I, I just, I've spent so much time going back into his discography and just the songwriter that he was. Yeah. The, I, the world did not deserve to I, 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 I will say on record, the best, yeah. the best songwriter. Yeah. He writes circles around Bruce Springsteen, and Bruce Springsteen knows that he writes circles around, you know, well, I went and I looked Dylan, at his, his Asylum discography, and then he went to Oh Boy Records, and it's like Asylum was kind of pushing him into that, what 90s was doing with country. They, uh-huh. Everybody's doing country. Yeah. And he's like, I'm kind of tired of this, and then he went off to do Oh Boy, and then you got that raw writing again. Yes. And, yeah. But it's just that, that the vein of I love you, but damn, it just, it, it hit me in a way that was like, loss of John Prime, the songwriter's uh. style of music, and but it's as a whole, it's everybody performing it, and it's the lyrics, and it's everything. It's just, it's that like, 
sun is setting, late summer day, cars crapping out. <laughs> uh, yeah. But then, and then I'm, I'm thinking to myself as well, um, like who writes "I love you"? But damn, because you're like, what? Damn, like it, that's the the common response to it. But then it it fits. So just as a music fan. Just thank you for that song. Oh my yeah, god! Thank, thank you, Greg. You. Yeah. I'm so connected. That's that is 100 literally the reason. Yep, that's why we you do dig it. in there and try and find the bits. It's awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys for coming to Tree Fort and for chatting with me. And, and oh my god! Uh, I wish you all the best with your leg. Too. <laughs> I'm stop this. I love you, but